Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Connor McDavid's or your John Tavares is here. No siree, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are just too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. And my fellow streamers, in this absolute chaotic hockey season in which the divisions are realigned, teams are only playing division opponents, there's only 56 games, and the fantasy season might only be 13 or 14 weeks, and in a crazy competitive pool like Tier one of the cupful, the difference between six wins and seven wins can be the difference between staying in the toughest league in the world and being relegated all the way back to lowly tier three. So needless to say, you, my loyal listener, have come to the right place. Because if there was ever a time to throw caution to the wind and to live the stream, this is it. If there was ever a time to cut bait quickly on guys you might normally hang on to, it is this season, and that's what we do here on the Stream Scheme. We might not be the smartest podcast or even listen to advanced statistics, but here on the Stream Scheme, what we do do is live in the dark depths of the waiver wire. We know how to claw our way back from worst to first. We handle adversity and fantasy hockey better than anywhere else. So if you're already in a little bit of dire straits only a half week into the fantasy hockey season, if you also thought that drafting a couple Detroit Red Wings would somehow be a good idea, if you're also trying to overcome injuries, pouring one out for all my fellow Couturier managers, if you are also being impacted by COVID, even in the North Division, when you thought they were supposed to be the one freaking division that was safe from that kind of thing, then you might be a streamer. So the world may look bleak now, but Stream Master Davey B has got your back. That last half of a week to start the season was a mulligan, and everyone knows that the fantasy hockey season doesn't truly begin until the first Stream Scheme episode drops. So here at the Stream Scheme, we separate the champs, from the chumps, the wizards from the wannabes, the best from the bamboozled, because bamboozled is exactly what your opponents are going to be. They're going to be sitting there going, oh, but my team has Connor McDavid and Alex Ovechkin. How did I lose to this team that has Jean-Gabriel Pajot and Anthony Duclair as their top scorers? 
the stream scheme. That's how, baby. Well, enough pitter-patter. Let's get at her. We don't have any picks to review from last week. If you're wondering how we did last year overall on the stream scheme, rest assured we were amazing. Every week, we're going to give you five forward streamers, three defensive streamers, one shallow league streamer, and one ludicrous streamer for a total of 10 streamers each and every week. We strive at a minimum to hit at least 50% of our streamer picks, and I believe last year we were only under 50 percent one time so rest assured our record speaks for itself first we're going to look at the schedules for the upcoming week starting with monday january 18th 2021 on monday we have 20 teams playing 18 teams playing on tuesday 10 teams playing on wednesday 14 teams playing on thursday 16 teams play on friday only 12 teams on saturday and a whopping 22 teams play on Sunday. So a little bit of a weird week, uh, but there's a weird season. So I assume we might see a lot of weeks uh, like this, where as opposed to Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, always being the usual busy days and every other day being an off day. Uh, in case you forgot the parameters, a busy day is typically when 18 teams and up are playing, meaning that it'll typically be tough to fit a streamer into your lineup those days. Uh, slow days are typically when 12 teams or fewer are playing, meaning that you probably won't even have to check your lineup to see if you're going to be able to fit in a streamer there. You're going to fit them in no problem. And the gray area is when there's 14 or 16 teams playing. Those days can go either way, but you're probably going to want to check your lineup those days just to make sure uh, that you'll be able to fit them in on those days. But usually they're okay. For this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Sunday are the busy days, Wednesday and Saturday being the main off-day games, and Thursday and Friday being that middle ground with 14 and 16 teams playing respectively, but for our purposes, we're going to consider those days slow days this week. The best schedule of the week goes to the Winnipeg Jets. Even though they shut down their practice on Saturday, as long as they're playing, they play five times this upcoming week on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So yeah, only two off day games in there, but man, anytime a team plays that much in a week, hopefully you can just find a starting spot for them that whole week and just coast because those games played alone should be good for you to get points this week. Up next, we've got a two-way tie for second-best streaming schedule of the week, and that goes to the Montreal Canadiens and the Vancouver Canucks. I'd give the tie break to the Habs, though, just because, obviously, those two teams are going to be playing each other three times that week, and I just think it's easier to score on Vancouver than it is to score on Montreal right now. I guess we'll see, though. Uh, can't go wrong there either way. They both play four times, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So four games total with three off-day games, and it gives you the option to drop one of those streamers after that last Saturday game to pick someone up for Sunday if needed. The next tier below in terms of the best streaming schedules this week are the Carolina Hurricanes, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the Philadelphia Flyers. All of those teams play on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So that's four games with two off-day games, and all those teams give you the option to drop the streamer after that final Saturday game and add another one for Sunday. On the flip side, the worst streaming schedule of the week goes to the Calgary Flames. They only play just 
two times this week on Monday and then not again until Sunday, almost a bye week. So brutal schedule there. If you have any fringe Flames players, you'll probably want to kick them to the curb. The second worst streaming team of the week kind of goes without saying, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Dallas Stars have a terrible schedule. Only two games this week, and one of those is on a busy day of Sunday, although I can't imagine too many people holding on to Dallas Stars at this point. After that, we've got a bunch of teams in the tier below that with a bunch of bad schedules this week. Those teams are the Chicago Blackhawks, the New Jersey Devils, the New York Islanders, the New York Rangers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Washington Capitals. All of those teams I just mentioned all only play three times this week, with only one of those games being considered an off-day game this week. So if you've got fringe players on any of those teams, this is me hereby giving you permission to drop them. So without further ado, let's jump right into our streamer, shall we? Starting with our top forward streamer of the week, and that goes to Paul Stastny of the Winnipeg Jets. And I know... I know there's probably some jabronis out there saying, come on, Dave, how are you going to pick a shallow league streamer as your top pick of the season? And that is an incorrect criticism. Paul Stastny is a big name that everyone knows. Yes, saying his first rodeo, he's been around the block a few times. However, don't just assume that because he's a name that people know that he's going to be owned in your league. Stastny is only 18% owned in Yahoo leagues and just 13% owned in ESPN leagues, so he certainly qualifies as a legit streamer here. Now, why is he that low? Well, his perifs ain't great, and Winnipeg only played one time in that little half week to start the season. Now, should he be that low? Absolutely not, and certainly not for this week when the Jets play five times. Stastny is most likely the only jet forward in the top six that can be added this week in your league, so he needs to be added everywhere if he's available. Now, it's always possible that the Jets have to push some games because of COVID and ruin everything and life will just suck, but let's just hope that their games are not canceled. Uh, Let's hope that that canceled practice was nothing and that hopefully they can play if as long as they do play those five games you'll want paul stastny on your team this week our next forward streamer is the front man for matchbox 20 he's supplementing the income that he's losing out on from not being able to play shows by moonlighting as a forward for the st louis blues it's rob thomas oh it's 3 a.m i must be lonely Not unlike the Winnipeg Jets, the St. Louis Blues also boast a pretty stacked top six that's hard to come by on the waiver wire. But Rob Thomas is that one guy that you might be able to snag, having only being rostered in 20% of Yahoo leagues and just 15% of ESPN leagues. He's slotting on a line with Hoffman and Schwartz, so that's some pretty good company at even strength. He's also getting time on the Blues' second power play unit. Rob Thomas had two points in the Blues opener, and then once Hoffman came back, when their whole team was shut out against the Evs. But, like I said, that last half past week is a mulligan. Forget about it. We're a forward-thinking podcast here on the Stream Scheme. Positive vibes only, okay? Get off my back. And you know what they say. Straight up, what did you hope to learn about here? I'll tell you what, Matchbox 20 underrated well not only that but the blues have a pretty good schedule this week as they play on monday wednesday saturday and sunday so that's four games total with two off day games in there if he's available pick up rob thomas or i will push you around well i will well i will all right i'm done pick up rob thomas up next we got a twofer for you guys just because it doesn't make sense to talk about them two separate times can you guys guess who 
That's correct. You're so smart. It's Oscar Lindblom and Nolan Patrick of the Philadelphia Flyers. As I mentioned earlier, Sean Couturier is out for at least two to three weeks, maybe even longer. And I share your pain, Coots managers, as I have them in a bunch of leagues. But where there is adversity, there is opportunity. And that's what we have here for Nolan Patrick. No one knows how the Flyers' lines are quite going to shake out just yet. But I'd imagine what makes the most sense will be that you just slot in Nolan Patrick on the Lindblom connect me line to avoid any kind of massive shakeup because they're playing really good right now. You'd think you wouldn't want to shake up every single line just because of one injury, but who knows? Hockey coaches are stupid, so I guess we'll see. Regardless, though, of how the lines shake up, Nolan Patrick is going to see a decent uptick in minutes, and I want in on it. And for Oscar Lindblom, what more can be said? It's an amazing story. You're automatically going to get some good juju by having him on your team, not to mention he's playing great right now. Two points in two games so far, and while obviously Lindblom will take a little bit of a hit with the Couturier injury, uh, I think they'll just slip in Nolan Patrick, as I said, and hopefully they won't miss a beat. The Flyers are just buzzing right now, and I want in as much stock with them as I can as they play this week. Not only are they hot, but the Flyers have one of the best schedules this week, playing Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday for four games total and two off-day games. Oscar Lindblom is only owned in 11% of Yahoo leagues and just 7% of ESPN leagues, while Nolan Patrick is owned in 8% of Yahoo leagues and 9% in ESPN leagues. So pick up those Flyer boys wherever you can find them this week. And for our last regular forward streamer of the week, well, you know what? Actually, I'm feeling kind of generous this week, and I can't mention one of these guys without talking about how much I like the other one, so I'm giving you guys another two for this week for a total of six regular forward streamers this week. Have I gone mad? Perhaps. Mad for winning you your fantasy week, that is. We're going with Vincent Trotrek and Nino Niederreier of the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, did the Hurricanes just get spanked by the freaking Detroit Red Wings of all teams? Yes, but... Like we said, last half week was a mulligan. Forget about it. So if Trocek and Nino were playing on the same line like they probably should be, they wouldn't be as good streamers. But they're not. Nino is playing with Aho and Team Toivo. Olveni Trocek is playing with Svech on even strength. And Trocek is getting time on the top power play. Need I say more? Add in the fact that Carolina has one of the best streaming schedules for this upcoming week, playing on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, for four total games with two off-day games, not to mention they're playing the Preds and the Panthers, teams that they should be able to light up. Since Vinny Trocek is getting the top power play time, he's a little bit harder to come by, but he's still available in just 20% of Yahoo leagues and 18% of ESPN leagues, while Nino is available in 10% of Yahoo leagues and just 3% of ESPN leagues, nearly ludicrous streamer territory. So just like I'm betting big on the Flyers this week, I'm also all in on the Hurricane. So pick up Vinny Trocek and Nino Niederreier this week. Up next, we have our top defensive streamer of the week. And yeah, I'm going back to Philly. And yeah, this one is pushing the limits of being a streamer at just 24% owned in Yahoo and ESPN leagues. But I still got to take him here if he's available in your league. You got to pick him up. And he's available in the toughest league in the world, tier one of the Cacopful. So get off my back. And yep. You guessed it again. It's Eric Gustafson of the Philadelphia Flyers. This one should be a pretty open and shut case. No, you already heard me go off about how much I like the Flyers this week. They've got a great schedule, and Gustafson should be way more owned than this. The Flyers are kind of going with a 50-50 with their power play right now, and Gustafson has been playing great. Two points in two games, and with this schedule, he should easily be able to get another two points this week, and everything else that he can get will be gravy. Not too much else to say about this one. Pick up Eric Gustafson if he's still there in your league. 
Our next defensive streamer is going to be Adam Larson of the Edmonton Oilers. Not going to lie to you guys, this pick, I definitely went Perifs hunting, and Larson stood out like a sore thumb. Perifs have been pretty hard to come by so far for defensemen this season. Maybe it was the lack of a preseason, or who knows. But it hasn't been a problem for Adam Larson. While most managers are searching desperately for blocks, Larson has been putting them up in spades. Through three games, Larson has 13 blocks to go along with 12 hits, averaging out four hits and four blocks a game right now. Now, is that sustainable or fleeting? Uh, I'll let you answer that, but I'm willing to bet that in this barren wasteland that is defensive streamers right now, I'm going with him. Edmonton doesn't have the best schedule, but they do play four times next week on what would normally be a streamagami, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, but for this week, only two of those days are off days this week, and you do have to stick it out all the way through Sunday. Still, Adam Larson is only owned in 6% of Yahoo leagues, and somehow, even more so in ESPN leagues, 12%. But you should still be able to pick up Adam Larson in most places this week. Our last defensive streamer is one that I am heavily invested in, so I apologize in advance for the jinx. But I'd be remiss not to mention him here. It's Alexander Romanoff of the Montreal Canadiens. In our cuckupful chill chat, the boys were absolutely buzzing for Romanoff on opening night. And yeah, I bought into the hype too. Watching Romanoff play, he looked like he could be a potential streamer of the year candidate. He was making plays on the power play. He was getting sweet, sweet perifs and getting very nice time on ice. Now, he's still technically a uh, third pairing guy. He came back down to earth in his second game as Romanoff only got 15 minutes and 49 seconds of ice time, which for a defensive man is downright disgusting, but he still managed in that time to get his sweet, sweet perifs, racking up three shots, five hits, and two blocks. Not only that, but Montreal has one of the best streaming schedules this week, playing on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So that's four games with two off-day games, and you can always cut bait after his game on Saturday if you can't maintain those perifs. Romanoff is owned in 24% of Yahoo leagues, just 16% of ESPN leagues. So if you want to ride and die with your boy, pick up Alexander Romanoff this week. Now we've come to our shallow league streamer of the week. And this week, it's a little bit weird of a shallow league streamer. I'm going with Niels Hoaglander of the Vancouver Canucks. Now, why is it a weird shallow league pick? Well, typically a shallow league pick wouldn't only be owned in 11% of both ESPN and Yahoo leagues. But let's be real, that's 89% of clown leagues right there because Hoaglander needs to be owned everywhere, at least for this upcoming week while JT Miller is still out and Vancouver has one of the best streaming schedules this week. They play on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday for four games and three off-day games. Now, Hoaglander hasn't scored in two straight games, but you guys know me. That just means his DUE is around 91.4 right now. He's still playing with Besser and Pedersen on the even strength and power play. So he's definitely going to get some points this week. Pick up Niels Hoglander with confidence this week. And lastly, we've got our ludicrous stream of the week. It's Alex Chieson of the Edmonton Oilers. And yeah, there's a reason why he's only owned in 1% of Yahoo leagues and only 0.3% of ESPN leagues. He hasn't scored in three games. He doesn't get perifs. And frankly, Chieson is lucky if he gets 12 minutes of ice time a night. But have you actually taken the time to see who is less than 2% owned in leagues? Yeah, I didn't think so, so get off my back. Life's hard out there for a ludicrous streamer, kid. You don't want any part of that life. But 
we'll take what we can get as far as ludicrous streamers go this early in the season when practically anyone who's anyone is owned. And hey, Chieson was technically getting top power play time in Edmonton's last game. So that's probably the best we can ask for from a ludicrous streamer at this point. So if you're in some deep, deep leagues and need a streamer, you could do a lot worse than Alex Chieson. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, January 18th, 2021 are the following. Forward streamers, Paul Stastny, Rob Thomas, Oscar Lindblom, Nolan Patrick, Vincent Trocek, and Nito Niederreier. Our defensive streamers are Eric Gustafson, Adam Larson, and Alexander Romanoff. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Niels Hoaglander, while our ludicrous streamer of the week is Alex Chieson. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord channel or on Twitter at DavyBets. Thank you once again, everyone, for tuning in. And remember, you don't have to listen to me, but your league mates will. See ya!